Your workout wear needs a detergent as active as you are. Win Sports Detergent removes sweat, oils, bacteria, and salts from any laundry so it feels and smells fresh as new. Save 20% off any Win products on Amazon using code AMRGOWIN. That's all one word. Limit one redemption per customer. Again, the code on Amazon is AMRGOWIN. A-M-R-G-O-W-I-N. Hey, it's Sarah with just a quick correction. In the introduction, Dimity and I talk about how ions might have increased our enjoyment of our Oceanside retreat. It's actually negative ions that have a positive impact on mood, not positive ones like I say a few times. Welcome to AMR Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. And this is Dimity McDowell, still with sand between my toes from Hilton Head, right? (laughs) Oh my goodness. It was wonderful. I just keep looking out my window and wishing I would see the ocean there, you know? (laughs) I know, know, right? I mean, it was like, you couldn't have had a better location. We were right on the beach and next to the beach was like... um, you know, they, like that was the, the starting line and the finish line of, of our inaugural women run race. Right, Sarah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and wow. Yeah. Yeah. There was a fire pit. There was um, banjo moaning in the background. I don't know what he's doing over here. Sorry. Taking <laughs> <laughs> his collar. He was not. He, banjo did not make it till. Yeah. Yeah. There was the tiki hut for our uh, send off party um, with singing and dancing in the sand and Oh my goodness. Um, and I had a theory last night, Dim, you know, so many people, so it was our eighth domestic retreat. I like saying that because it leave, you know, that like, Oh, um, you go international. Yes. Why? Yes, we do. (laughs) Yes, we do. And so I had a theory last night because people kept on saying they thought it was our best retreat ever. And what do you think? I think maybe also because of the positive ions from being close to the water. How about that for flaky? Uh, I think that might be it. I mean, I also feel like, um, it's just the beach, right? The pot, I mean, the water period, <laughs> you know, yeah. it could be positive ions. It could be just the fact that that is the Atlantic ocean. And that just brings out the good vibes. And I mean, it was a little chilly, right? Like we were a little bit colder than the average temperature, but that sun oh. shone, shines, shine, yes. shine, shone, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> it was very bright all day long. And that made such a difference. I mean, it could have oh, been yeah. 10 degrees warmer and overcast and it wouldn't have had the energy, right? There was just oh, like this yeah. loveliness of the bright yellow sun and the bright blue sky and the water and the sand. And I mean, everything about it was just, it was mm-hmm. just perfect. It was, it was, it was awesome. Oh yeah. my goodness. And the race, my goodness, everyone had such great races. They oh, really my- did. I mean, we had, um, I mean, I know Liz, um, one of our Liz's, there were a couple of Liz's there. One of them got a 90 second PR in her 5k um another participant ruth ann ran the quarter mile a quarter marathon mm-hmm. and um and she's like you know she ran with a couple of other women and she came up to me she's like i ran so fast i, I don't run that fast you know like she <laughs> like her splits were like a minute or 90 seconds faster you know for a stretch of you know maybe three miles i don't know i can't remember exactly but i'm like uh-huh. Yes, you do run that fast. You just did, you know, like don't, don't undercut what you just did. I mean, so, I I mean, even though people were a little worried about running on the sand, it was, as you advertised, very um, easy to run on, like, you know, nicer than concrete, but still firm and flat. Yep. It was just, it was perfect. Mm -hmm. I was, uh, so got there on Wednesday, Melissa, our retreat coordinator and I got there on Wednesday and 
three bammers were already there. And so they went running on the beach on Thursday morning. All three of them came up to me at breakfast and were like, Sarah, you were right. I didn't believe you about the beach, but you were right. It is, it is wide. It is flat. It is firm. It's wonderful. I'm like, mm-hmm, yes, yeah. I'm waiting to hear that a whole bunch of times this weekend. Well, yeah. You look out your window, you know, we, we were lucky enough to have um, rooms that face the beach. And um, I mean, you know, in the afternoon, it's like a highway out there and not, not cars, but people are riding their bikes and they're running and they're walking and they've got their dogs. And there was a beach volleyball tournament going on. I mean, it was just like, mm-hmm. just, it was like the perfect beach then. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And boy, so many people had such great races. I mean, I'm in awe of Mary Beth who won her 60 to 69 age group in the half marathon with a 155 half marathon. She's a rock star, I mean, man. Well, and I, um, I guess that's a way of, of asking Sarah, what, how did you do? Did you happen to win your age group? I did happen to win my age group. At, uh, um, I was very excited about that. And also that, so I made some decisions on the fly. I just had no idea. You know, I'm, I was week three of heart rate training with heart and soul level two for marathon you know, really no, no concept of what I could do. And so I ran the quarter marathon. So that was 6.55 miles. And I thought, okay, I'll try to average nine to nine and a half minute miles. Well, I just recently switched to using a different GPS watch because um, I finally got a heart rate strap. And so I just started, I just switched last week while I was in Hilton Head and looked down in the first couple steps of the race. I'm like, oh, huh, on screen one, I don't have pace on this. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I just ran by feel and felt great from the get-go. First mile, you know, so at least it told me um, splits. First mile was nine, oh, oh, spot on. And then the next one was, I don't know, like 8.56. And I felt really good. I think then 8.54, I'm like, okay, new plan. I want to finish this thing in under an hour. And then it was kind of a figure eight shape for the, for the um, 5k. They went just one little loop. And then to do the, the second part of the loop, it was um, uh, quarter marathoners and half marathoners. But since it was day one of our 10 year anniversary, I also decided I'm like, Ooh, I want to come in 10th in the quarter marathon. And that's exactly what I did. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Nailed it. Hashtag yeah. nailed it. Yeah. That's yeah. Great. So, cool. yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, I would say chances are good that we might be going back there. I don't know. So, yeah, yeah. um, stay tuned folks. Stay tuned. Um, yes. So, well, let's, let's jump into the questions. Let's go from the beach to the questions. And this let's one is bad axe, Michigan. I love I that. Know, I know bad axe, you know, Google voice, which is what these things are. Um, it doesn't, it messes up the messages so much. It always, instead of saying, hi, serendipity, it always is transcribed as, hi, serendipity. And so, <laughs> so but boy, it gets the, the place names spot on because sometimes I'll fact check them. I'm like, is there really a Bad Axe, Michigan? Yes, there is. And Ashley is from there. Hi, ladies. It's Ashley and I'm from Bad Axe, Michigan. And I'm calling because this winter I've been fighting with some injuries and I'm struggling to stay motivated. Um, I have to kind of limit my running to maybe once or twice a week and not real far. And I joined Many Happy Miles, and I love it so much, but it also kind of makes me sad that I can't run. Um, so do you guys have any tips to kind of help myself stay motivated to do those other things like yoga, um, strength training, and whatnot? Um, 
when I'm not running because I need to let um, my plantar fasciitis and things heal. So looking forward to your advice. Thank you. Oh, dang it, Ashley. I'm so sorry to hear that you are injured. That is just no fun at all. Um, and it is, it's a struggle, right? Everything mm-hmm. is, um, you know, you can categorize as, you know, hashtag not running, right? Mm-hmm. So you can do anything you want, but it's a never, it's always not running. So first yeah. though, Sarah, as a plantar fasciitis fellow sufferer, sufferer yes. um, give yeah. us your down and dirty advice for her. Yeah, so I have literally felt Ashley's pain twice, um, 2011 and 2018. And I got to say, my bit of advice that Ashley did not call in for and probably doesn't want to hear is depending on where Ashley is in her recovery, like I suggest, Ashley, that you not run at all. Like, Dim, you and I have met so many women at so many retreats who come up to us and they are like, oh yeah, you know, I'm expecting to, you know, not have a great race. I've had plantar fasciitis for, oh, I think it's about two years now. I'm like thinking, then why are you here? Like, why are you running? It just Mm -hmm. running on it. You know, there's, you can't escape being on your feet. So you're, you're walking on it, just doing your daily life. And so you got to give it a break in other ways. So, so you got to stop running on it. And so both times I had it, I, stopped running completely for at least three months, which was so hard to do. And it was a, it was depressing. It's a whole thing, but I really feel like by doing that, I was able to come back pain-free a lot faster than those women we've met who quote unquote ran through it. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, definitely if she's had, if she has a physical therapist helping her out or somebody who's had it or something like you, Sarah, but you know, you know, no running injury was never ever made better by running on it. Right. (laughs) So like, you just have to keep that in mind. I mean, it's so basic, but people are like, oh, but it's going to go away. And it's like, no, it's really not unless you stop the thing that caused it and do some prevention to make it better. So, um, so, you know, so a couple things that, um, you know, yes. So we've established that, you know, things don't feel as good as running, right. But there's plenty of stuff that's good enough and you have to figure out what you can do so that, there's two reasons why you can why you want to do that. First, you want to stay in your exercise routine as best you can mm-hmm. because that groove, like I mean, I talked about it so many times this weekend with different women. It is so much harder to pick up where you left off than to keep going. That is just yep. a universal rule, right? So yep. as much as you can preserve the time, the energy, you know, your routine, mm-hmm. do that. Okay. Um, And then secondly, you know, yes, biking might not be the exact same thing as running, but it's still sweating. It's still getting you, you know, getting all your juices flowing, getting your endorphins going, making you feel good, making you stay fit, you know, Mm -hmm. all those things. So, um, so there's, that's a twofold reason why to keep going and you really just have to, you know, do what you can. So, I mean, if you are, you're many happy miles. So a lot of those workouts, um, you know, I've made them very, cross-training friendly, right? So Mm -hmm. if you can ride an exercise bike or if you had access to an elliptical, you can do those exercises. um, You can do the workouts on those machines, Mm -hmm. right? And there's a lot of intervals. um, There's a lot of, you know, stuff that kind of keeps it interesting. There's always Netflix. There's always (laughs) stuff like that too. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, if if you want to, you know, if you need to go solo, um, the other thing that you can do is take classes, right? Mm -hmm. You know, take a body pump class, take a spinning class. Like that's, you know, if you are used to running with a group where you have a best running friend and you like the momentum of having other people around you doing the same thing, you know, put yourself in an environment that you can do that. 
Like again, you know, it may not be like, oh, I'm so psyched I get to go to body pump for the, you know, <laughs> seventh time this month or whatever. But like, again, like a lot of it is just going through the motions and just being like, I am doing the best thing I can for myself right now so that when I come out on the other side, I'm going to be able to run the way I want to. That's yeah. really, that's what you have to keep in mind. Yeah. Yeah. And by doing that, you are hopefully staying strong and setting yourself up for success when you, when you were able to return to running. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. And um, I thought with classes, you know, if Ashley, you know, is feeling like unmotivated, you know, buy a, a 10 punch card or something like that. Cause then you're going to commit to it financially. And even if you don't feel like driving to the gym and getting in there in the class, you know, with the neon lights over you, you know, the fluorescent lights overhead, all that stuff, which is not as appealing perhaps as running outdoors, you know, you, you feel like you, well, you already plunked down the money. So heck might as well go do it. Might as well show up. Right. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep. And, I, uh, oh, yeah. I was say, also recruit a friend to do it. You know, things sure. are more fun when you got your friends around. Absolutely. And the other thing, you know, and this is goes for anybody really, but um, I think I talked, I had a couple of conversations with um, about motivation at in Hilton Head. And one of the things that we talked about, and I had written about this a little bit in our newsletter, but the two day rule, like, mm. honestly, like, unless you are, um, you know, sick, like, you know, uh, flu sick, you know, or have some other injury, like plantar fasciitis, if you can do something that doesn't hurt it, then you're not, you know, you can do something. If it's Tuesday and you didn't work out today, um, you know, by Thursday morning, you better be doing something because that <laughs> momentum is going to really, you know, you're going to feel crappy, first of all. And mm -hmm. again, like it doesn't have to be like a huge ass, you know, 90 minute spins <laughs> extravaganza, you know, but it needs to be something where you get your blood pumping, you get, you feel strong, you feel good, you get out of kind of your rut. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so actually I would say, yeah, by Thursday morning, or I would say, you know, ideally, um, cause of, by, by Thursday afternoon, oh geez, you're going to be feeling it if you haven't done something. And again, that mm -hmm. momentum is really important so that, mm -hmm. you know, don't go 48 hours without a workout unless there's a really compelling reason. Yes, yes, yes. And I was also thinking that Ashley could join the injured Bammers page on Facebook. So dim, um, we could, I was thinking we could put the, we could hyperlink to that. Page absolutely. Show yep. notes, yeah, so. absolutely. It's a free, I mean, it's not, you know, it's, it's part of the train like a mother club. We've got um, coach Liz and coach Jen are in there, um, mm -hmm. but it's not, you know, it's not like you have to pay to join. It's just a place to hang out with like-minded people um, mm -hmm. or people who are in like-minded situations. Mm -hmm. Can a situation be like-minded? Similar situations. <laughs> similar, yes. I don't think, I don't think situations can think. So like-minded people in similar situations. How's that? Oh, there you go. Oh, that was a very complex sentence. That was thanks, good. Thanks. That was good. Yes. Since this episode debuts on a Tuesday, it's TMI True Confessions time. If I don't wash my workout wear right, it stinks. Thankfully, I found a detergent that eliminates the sporty stank. Wind Sport detergent removes sweat, oils, bacteria, and salts from workout wear, so it feels and smells fresh as new. The key to win is how it lifts out oils. Let me take you through a bit of science. Wicking fabrics, like the ones most of us run in, attract oils. It is cruel irony that the very properties which allow synthetic fabrics to wick moisture away also cause them to attract oils. Adding insult to injury, as bacteria from your skin consumes these oils, they create gases which give synthetics that telltale, um, sweaty smell. Win for the win. The active ingredients in win separate oils from synthetics. These oil-removing ingredients aren't found in most supermarket detergents. By removing the oils, Wynn makes your apparel smell and perform like new. This is because in addition to causing odor, these oils impede performance. By removing them, Wynn makes your apparel wick better and last longer. 
and it works on any stinky stuff in your laundry. I now wash all our towels, so many towels, in Win. Get this, a 1.5 ounce sample of Win is included in every order from our Mother Runner store and Train Like a Mother Club swag packages. And you can save 20% off any Win products on Amazon using code AMRGOWIN. That's all one word. Limit one redemption per customer. Again, that code on Amazon is AMRGOWIN. A-M-R-G-O-W-I-N. All right, here's Courtney in San Diego. Hi, my name is Courtney, and I'm from San Diego. And I started training for my first marathon about a month ago to run it in June with one of my dear friends um, who lives up in Winnipeg, Manitoba. And I just found out that I am pregnant with my second child. So I just wanted some guidance because I don't really have a lot of running friends. I had a really hard time with my first pregnancy. I was sick the whole time. I would just try to go walk, and I would be dry heaving the whole walk. People would have to stop and make sure I was okay with my giant belly. I was, I was dry heaving on the side of the road. So I was just curious, um, just seeing if you guys could give me some guidance. I, mean, I want to be smart, but I also am really looking forward to this time with my friend, and I just feel like 2020 is my year. So thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Oh, Courtney, the timing. First of all, congratulations. Congratulations on number two. That's super exciting. Um, but gosh, that's a lot to take on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it is. A marathon is a marathon and a pregnancy is another marathon kind of for your body <laughs> physically. Um, um, if not an I, ultra, yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just, well, what, what yeah. do you think, Sarah? Yeah. I mean, so first of all, Dim and I both get that you totally want to see that friend. You know, she lives far away, Canada and San Diego, far away from each other. Yes. But, you know, again, given some some answer that you probably don't want to hear, Courtney, now is not the time to train for a marathon. Sounds like pregnancy is super tough on your body. And as Dim alluded to, so is marathon training. And right now your top priority has got to be growing that sweet baby. And there will always be another race and you want to feel good during training and on race day. And you don't want to feel as you're laying there, you know, feeling pukey and, you know, drinking yet another glass of ginger ale. You don't want to feel like, oh, now I've got to go run 14 miles. Like that is just going to hang over your head. So yeah. And I'm, I mean, we're all about, you know, staying active while you're pregnant and we are not, you know, OBGYNs or anything like that, but the pressure of training for a marathon while you're mm-hmm. pregnant, if you, you know, that's, I mean, I feel like that's too much, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you are, it's just too much because, you know, if you, you, you do have to do the mileage to get through the race, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you can't complete the training, you know, 80% of the training is written. I mean, it's, it's just too much. Like, mm-hmm. I, we love you, Courtney. I, we wish you the best, but, but we got to come up with a plan B, sister. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, Dim, I think you showed your support colors over the weekend in spades, as you always do, as our retreat. So I think it the answer for Courtney is to for her to join her friend to support her as she does her race. So be the cheer squad. Totally, totally. So you could make, you know, you can do your own little marathon, right? So you can still go to the race, right? Which is fun. And then you don't have the pressure of running, right? And you can kind of help her. And depending, I don't know, we don't know what marathon it is, but you know, 
there's a lot of marathons where you can, you know, pop in at mile four and then be again at mile eight and then you can see her at 15 and be there at the finish line or whatever it is, you know, you can kind of have your own little, you know, logistical fun marathon. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say do that. And maybe there's a 5k that you could walk or a 10k you could walk on the same day, you know, something so you can still in that realm, but it's just, it's just too much. We want, Mm -hmm. we want, uh, there's always going to be marathons, but, um, Mm -hmm. gosh, just, uh, you gotta, you gotta honor your pregnancy sister. Yeah. Yeah. And Dim, I'm thinking of you, you know, you knew that you wanted to do a marathon after you had baby number two. So, you know, to have that post-pregnancy goal. So Courtney wants, you know, um, you have that baby and things settle down and you can find a rhythm, you know, that, that might be the time to <laughs> settle down is a relative term there. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, but I thought you were going to say, I mean, I didn't run during either of my pregnancies did not. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I stopped at like 10 weeks and was done and I could just feel that that was just not right for, it didn't feel mm-hmm. good. It didn't feel right. It just felt like it was too much, you know? So, mm-hmm. you know, again, like I hiked, I walked, I can't remember what else I did, but, um, you know, but that was enough, you know? And, Mm -hmm. um, so again, like I, you know, everybody's different, but it just sounds based on how your first pregnancy went that running another marathon, especially your first marathon. It's just, it's, it's, uh, we want to make sure that you have a good first marathon. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Next up is Kathleen in Virginia. Hi, Sarah and Demony. This is Kathleen calling from Virginia. I am a mother runner of two boys, um, in my early uh, 40s. And I had a question about um, training and days per week. I've been running for about five years. I've done two marathons. Um, I've been pretty injury prone, unfortunately. So I'm going to take some time off from racing, but I do want to keep my mileage up. Um, And I've been including quite a bit of strength training to try and prevent injury, doing that regularly two to three days a week at least. Um, But I would like to stay at between 25 and 30 miles a week if I can. So my question is, how do you decide how many days per week of running is appropriate? Um, I don't know whether it's better to do more mileage in fewer days, so something like six miles three times a week and then a 10-mile around the weekend, so four days a week, or whether it's better to spread it out a little and have lower mileage days, so like three or four miles one day, five another, six another, four another, and then eight, so like a five-day-a-week schedule. So I'm just wondering for injury prevention and if I don't have any particular race goals for the year, which approach you think might be better? I really love the podcast, and thanks in advance for your advice. An excellent question. Um, Coach Dimity, what is your suggestion? Fewer, longer runs per week or more shorter runs? Because, um, you know, here's what I know. Uh, I'm not a coach, but, but I know this, that in order to reduce your risk of injury, you need to think about your weekly load. So it, so even if you, no matter how you slice it and dice it, it's still going to be placing stress on your system. And so you do have to keep that in mind. Sure. Sure. So, I mean, I guess I would, um, backing up a little bit, I, I agree the weekly load is something to think about. Um, and you know, the thing that's kind of helpful with training plans is that they, that, um, it changes it for you, right? It increases it and then it gives you a week off and then mm-hmm, it increases mm-hmm. it and it gives you, you know, a mm-hmm. cutback week and then you taper and then you race. And so it kind of naturally changes up your mileage. What's um, a little hard for, or not hard for me, but what I would ask Kathleen to consider is like, why 25 to 30? Like, why couldn't it be, um, you know, maybe at the beginning of the month you're at, you know, 20 and then you go 24 and then you go 26 and then you go 30. 
you know, and add it up and then start again, you know, Mm -hmm. um, instead of having it have to be so rote, um, that's personally, that's kind of what I would think about doing. So a, to keep it kind of interesting because, Mm -hmm. you know, you can, um, you know, on the weeks that maybe it's, it's 20 miles a week that you're looking for, um, you know, maybe you have a couple faster three milers in there. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I would always say, you know, depending, I mean, it it sounds like she doesn't want to race at all. Um, but I would say, you know, getting in a run somewhere between somewhere in the 75 minute mark, you know, I don't know how many miles that would be for her, but once a week, just keeping it long enough so that you could reach out to, you know, if a friend says, I want to run a half marathon, then, Hey, you know what, maybe you can jump in and help her, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and build up your mileage from there. Um, so I would say one, one run should be somewhere in that 75 to 90 minute range. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's really, you just got to keep it fun. I mean, you know, I, I, I gotta say, I gotta say, no wonder you're in charge of many happy miles because you are all about keeping it interesting in interesting ways. Like oh, your creativity just is, is a bottomless well. It just, I am, <laughs> I am in awe. So I, I bow oh. down to you. I bow Thanks. down. Thanks. Yeah. I just, I mean, yeah. So that's what I would, you know, personally, if I were Kathleen and I had the ability to, um, you know, to run 25 to 30 miles a week, I would, you know, change it up like that. I would also go on trails. I would do some intervals. I mean, you know, not many happy miles is a good place for you to come because we do have a lot of interesting workouts and we, every weekend workout, um, you know, goes up to 90 minutes if you want, you know, but it Mm -hmm. starts at somewhere around 50 to 55 and then kind of builds over the month. Um, so I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I'm not really answering your question super well, but I would say you need to be careful of, um, just getting in a rut. Yeah. Yeah. And doing miles for the sake of doing mileage and hitting a number. Sure. You know? Yeah. 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 And, And I also just wanted to point out, um, Another one of the tenets of AMR, one of the um, legs on our stool is self-care. And so that means, you know, those are other ways to prevent injury, Kathleen. So, you know, make sure you're getting enough sleep, foam roll, do some dynamic flexibility drills, maybe yoga, strength training, certainly as, as you're doing. So, um, you know, those are all key for sidestepping injury as well. Totally. Yep. Yep. It yep. sounds like she's got the strength training down. I would keep that up personally. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right. Our last question is from Becca in Greenville, South Carolina. Hi, ladies. This is Becca from Greenville, South Carolina. Um, My question is about massages. I always hear Dimity talk about rewarding herself for getting a massage, especially during training. I've never had a really great massage experience. So when planning a massage, I was wondering if you all had some tips or advice on what I should ask for um, from a masseuse or what I should be looking for when selecting a massage or the type of massage and maybe even how long. So I appreciate any tips you have because it sounds like an awesome idea. I just want to get my bang for my buck the first time. Thanks. Could you take us back to South Carolina, please? (laughs) Can we answer this person? Can can we answer this question in person, please, for you? Yes. Um, So I just love a good massage. So I want Becca and others to be able to experience one. So that's why I put this question in. So my suggestion, Becca, is you ask friends and running buddies for recommendations. You could also ask a local running store if they know massage therapists who specialize in working with athletes, because I think that's really key. And I've always found my trusted massage therapist both here in Portland and when I lived in San Francisco by asking rowing teammates. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So um, if you if you're kind of a solo runner, just call just call your local running store and ask you know who they recommend. 
um, mm -hmm. because th there'll be some people. The other thing is you could pick them up. You could pick, you don't want to pick them up as in pick <laughs> up, but um, you know, if you go to a race and they offer, they might have some booths or they might have, oh, um, yeah. you know, someone giving little, you know, 10, 15 minute massages after the race. You could, if someone you click with there, you know, um, oh. get their card. It totally reminds me. Oh my goodness. They have, um, at hippie chick, which is, you know, um, that r local race here the day before mother's day, they have complimentary massage for all the racers. And so while the racers are out there, the woman, you know, came around, I was working our booth and she's like, Oh, I'm happy to work on you. I'm like, Oh yeah. It was the most transporting 10 minutes of my life. It was just amazing. So, you know, definitely there are talented people at races. So take advantage of it. That's a good suggestion, Deb. Sure, sure. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, there are a lot of chains and, um, you know, I think people have different feelings on it. Some people are like, whoa, that's like the great clips. Um, personally, I've been, I had a membership to one for a year because I oh. found a great guy there. It was when I was training for Ironman, right? Wow. Um, yeah, so I keep, kept it pretty, um, well, affordable. And then um, I liked him because he, he was very, um, you know, he was a, he was very much an athlete's mm. masseuse, right? And my friend Katie, um, you know, masseur. my masseur, masseur sorry, um, is a masseuse a, a female? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I can't even remember his name. We like sorry to, to insult you. We man, like to have non, non, we like to have non-gender term. That's why I go with massage therapist. Massage therapist. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> but my friend Katie, um, you know, uh -huh. who I did, you know, my, my run long Katie ultra runner friend, Katie actually your got swim her, bike, your swim, yeah, run. swim yeah. bike, mom. Yeah. All those. Um, she is a massage therapist as well now. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, uh, I've been to her a couple of times. She's awesome. Um, and she likes to go to one as well. And she doesn't, oh. um, she doesn't, uh, she's found again, it's, it's really about the connection to the person and them yeah. being able to kind of read your body and, mm -hmm. um, you need to, to speak up, right. You really do need to speak up, um, mm -hmm. when you go to one. So, I mean, one thing to consider and it's, there's no right or wrong answer, but if you're going to be tense around a male therapist, then ask for a female therapist. Yes. You know, it's okay to, you know, I mean, and, and they're going to, they might ask you when you book it. And if not, um, you know, then, then just be honest with what you want because mm -hmm. you know, it, there's no shame in either way. Um, mm -hmm. and there are some very, very strong female massage therapists. Like don't yeah. think that you're not going to, like, you're going to get a nice, like, petting or something like that, you know, or they, like some good lotion put on your skin when you go to a female. I mean, there are people because they use, I mean, I've had people walk on my back. I've had, you know, they use their elbows, they yep. use their feet, they use their whole yeah, shoulders. Yeah. I mean, shoulder, I mean, they get in, they can, it's amazing how many ways that they can find your nooks and crannies. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, yeah. And so, um, Becca, just some specifics, you know, really look for, I would recommend, um, someone who does sports massage or Swedish, you know, you're not looking for pampering massage, although they are super nice. And sometimes I am tempted when I'm training to be like, Oh, I just want to go and just have really light brush and everything. I'm like, no, no, I need to have to get worked on, you yeah. know, um, definitely opt for an hour long massage. 30 minutes goes by in the blink of an eye, an hour yeah. really I would lasts. say even 90. If you, I mean, maybe your first time you want 60 just because you yeah. know, you're going to be tight. You're going to be like, I mean, what's hard for me sometimes with massages and hard is a relative term, but you know, like, I'm like, what are they going to do next? Right. You're like thinking like, okay, they're on my calf or my left calf. Are they going to my right calf? Or are they going to go on oh, my goodness. left hamstring, you know, or whatever. And so just having that like experience so that you're like, okay, it's all going to be okay. Um, and going back to just a little bit about the pressure. I mean, I think, you know, firm pressure is 
a good choice for helping with the knots that running and other endurance sports bring us. But it, I mean, it should be painful, but it shouldn't be like painful, right? So yeah. like if it is too much, you know, back off, right? Especially if you've been training really hard and you have, you know, something's going on with your IT band and they get in there and you're like, okay, okay. You know, like yeah, you need to be able to breathe through it. You need to be able to, and so, you know, it's really, really hard. It's not necessarily the best, best way to go. You know, over time we want to break up, you know, the adhesions and that kind of thing, but not all in one fell swoop. If it, if it hurts mm-hmm. a ton, you know, back off. Yeah. And, and speak up and tell them. Yes, and, and you I, have and to I, talk. You have yeah, to talk. And, and a good mas- massage therapist will also read, you know, clues, you know, mm-hmm. you know, if you kind of wince or kind of, you know, make a little jerky motion, you know, they'll know to back off on the pressure. Yeah. And, and yeah. Oh, sorry. I was going to tell one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, this is a long, long time ago, but um, so back in college, right. We were running stairs for um, winter training for rowing. Yeah like we ran in the stadium. And Uh I mean, the first time you've ever done that or, or the first time you're coming back to it, I I think it was probably the first time I ever did it. I mean, your calves are just, they are just like, they just, you know, lacrosse balls, like up and down the whole thing. I mean, it's just hurt so much the next couple of days. And we're going home for holiday break. And I, you know, like, like, you know, like winced off the, you know, the little run, run airway, airport runway thing, you know, the little jetway. Yeah. The jetway. Yeah. Yeah. And this is back, you know, when, my mom could meet me at the gate. Mm-hmm. What is going on? <laughs> like, oh my God, my calves. I can't even, you know, I can't walk. So I went, so, you know, our little health club back in the day, um, she booked me a massage and oh. I just said, work on my calves for 45 minutes. She's like, just your calves. And I'm like, yes, just my calves. So, I mean, that's a little extreme, but you know, sometimes, you know, like they do a whole body, which is good because it gets the whole you know, everything is interrelated, but if your lower back is screaming at you, or mm-hmm. if, you know, you have your hips or your glutes or whatever, you know, just say, Hey, can you spend, you know, I know mm-hmm. you want to get my whole body, but you know, my biceps, they're going to be okay. You know, right. like I really need to get my, you know, my <laughs> X, Y, Z, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and that is the, you know, if you are training for a big race then you can, and if you can afford it to be able to get into a bit of a routine with it, and so then, then you're like, oh, okay, it's okay. This isn't my one massage for the whole year. So I'm going to have this one be on my lower back. And then next time it can be a full body massage, that sure, type of thing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so Becca, let us know on our Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I want to know like yeah. all the details, right? Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully it went as well as we hope it, hope yeah. it would. Yeah. We, uh, and speaking of massage, we had, we, um, people have told us our, well, the name of our retreats are, um, run and refresh. And we always send out these surveys, you know, all this dimity, but we send out surveys and sometimes people are like, well, there wasn't enough for fresh. So we took them seriously and we, um, made it so that, uh, people could add on massages afterward on the, um, the afternoon of the race. And so t- we had four massage therapists with four 50 minute spots per, and they all filled up. And, um, so then one person came out and, um, our retreat coordinator was like, Oh, how was it? She was like, it was great. It should have been 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It goes by, you know, it, it, it can go by slowly, but it also can go by really quickly. And so yeah. if you are inclined to try 90 minutes, I'd say, and you can afford a 90 minute one, go for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. I did. I did it once when I was back in the, back in the pre-kids day. And boy, that was, 
that was a standout experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. So we are looking for more questions. These were great questions. Thanks, you guys, for calling um, with them because I love the, the range of them. Mm -hmm. um, call, uh, our number is uh, 470-BADASS or 470-223-2771. I'm sorry, it's 470-BADASS1. Mm -hmm. But by now you should have it like in your contact. So I'm just saying like, I shouldn't have to read this every time. Uh, 470 badass one. Um, give us your first name and where you're calling from and keep the messages to 90 seconds about or a little less. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And please tell your friends about this show as well as AMR trains that Dimity hosts every other week, as well as the regular another mother runner podcast. We adore doing these shows and the more listeners we have, the easier it is to keep them coming. Well, yeah. And we also, um, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and um, ratings really help too. And so if you haven't rated our podcast and you like it, could you please just step over and throw some stars our way? Because um, that would make a difference. So yes, thanks yes. in advance. And in addition, throw some stars our way and then keep the questions coming because we love giving you the answers.